Hello, Analog listeners. All right, so we need to level with you here. Sometimes me and Casey aren't that smart, and this is one of those times. So we thought to ourselves, probably sometime around October or November, wouldn't it be nice if we gave ourselves a week off over the holiday season? You know, just give ourselves a little break, and, you know, I know that everybody's real busy and stuff like that, so we figured let's just give ourselves one episode off. We'll do that. As it was getting closer to the holiday season, probably me, I looked at my calendar and saw when we were supposed to be recording, and I sent Casey a message, and I was like, hey, maybe New Year's Day wouldn't be the best time to record. Why don't we move it a couple of days and we'll record then? And Casey was like, great idea, so we did that. We shouldn't have recorded that week. That was the week we were supposed to have off. So this is that episode. We ended up taking a different week off the following week, which didn't make any sense because neither of us needed it. But we recorded a good episode. I think it's a fun one. Of course, there's going to be a lot of holiday-related stuff in here. So, you know, buckle up. You're going to go back to the holidays for a bit. Isn't that nice? You can have a nice little uh, away time back in the old holiday season. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks as normal, probably, hopefully, unless one of us gets our calendar the wrong again happy new year mike oh happy new year casey Liz. Mm-hmm. hey did you get our christmas card yet yes oh good okay but it was so le- so late after christmas <laughs> well, there's it, that. it almost felt like not mentioning but it was very nice i was happy to see a wedding photo yes yeah uh wait well what was your wedding uh there is uh, there is there? a picture i believe is our wedding but it could be something else. no it was a different wedding i think the one oh. where it's kind of a selfie from from up high the worst. I'm sorry. I don't I'm know. Sorry. There's a picture where you both dress really nicely. Yes, that was it. that was a wedding in November uh, in California. It was uh, one of my other dearest friends in the whole wide world, uh, Brad. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think he listens to the show, but just in case he does, uh, it was Brad and Russell's wedding, and we were very excited to go. And that's where that was from. Uh, mm-hmm. We actually considered putting in a picture in front of um, the double decker bus. But we felt like there was too much background noise for such a small picture, you know, because when you print a Christmas card, each of the individual or the way we do it, each of the individual pictures is like an inch or two by an inch or two. And so you really want something where there's not a lot of background anything. And that's why the double-decker bus got vetoed. Mm, Okay. Sorry. But uh, yeah, I just want to make sure it arrived. We always send these like before Christmas by a few days, which means to get overseas, you're missing Christmas by like a few weeks. (laughs) So... I just want to make sure it arrived because you never know with the post office. We've had some just some terrible post situations. Like there's still stuff from before Christmas that I know was sent that we haven't received. Ugh. It's it's real bad. We couldn't get any post for like two weeks or something. That's it's been terrible. a bit of a it's been a bit of a nightmare, uh, and it's still continuing. Like I'm getting new post, but I'm not getting the old post. Mm-hmm. So that's just how that's going. Yeah, that sounds super delightful. There is a funny thing kind of like about the wedding, which mm-hmm. is that everybody's posting or has been posting their top nines, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like your Instagram top nine dealio, where you, like these are mo- your nine most liked photos of the year. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everyone that I know that was at the wedding, one of their top nine photos is one of our wedding like a picture at our wedding, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which I just find hilarious and wonderful all at the same time. I understand why, because I think like if 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 it was something that you know if you cared about us as people, uh, that was a really fun day. I mean, I loved watching it, and and I know from stuff when in the past where I've seen it happening, where like a bunch of my friends are in the same place and they all start posting pictures, um, and then you're like, oh, like you, you get really excited because you see everyone together. Uh, but yeah, that was a fun thing, especially especially like you know people like who listen to maybe this show like they know it was it was like all the big secrets. So like it was I don't know it's kind of exciting. I found it exciting anyway. Oh, very much so. In my top nine, fully five of nine photos are somehow London involved. So number two is Aaron and me in front of the double decker bus, as mentioned a little while ago. That's three, four, five, six is the four of us right before we. You have haven't to go. posted your top nine. What's wrong no, with you? No, I didn't post it, but I I did get it uh i will send no. it to you well no because we've got to put it in the show notes well now. yeah no, no, why no, yeah. you posted your top nine what's I wrong with you i don't know i just didn't think it was necessary but it's anyway like so one of the best instagram thing I, I can't believe they haven't built this in themselves oh, it's truth at this point 
Yeah, well, so anyway, so the point I'm driving at is uh, number two is double-decker buses, three, four, five, six is the four of us uh, on the, like, river walk or whatever it was. That's not at all the right term for it, but you know what I'm thinking of. Uh, number seven is me eating fish and chips with the happiest look on my face that you've ever seen. Number eight is the one in the um, eye that Dan Provost took, and number nine was at Sunday Roast. So fully over half of my top nine for 2018 are directly because of you and Adina. I have three of three photos. My top three are on the wedding day. Um, mm-hmm. Then oh, my good friend Timmy, um, my good friend Timmy Cook, in front oh, of my podcast mm-hmm. logo. Mm-hmm, then a honeymoon mm-hmm. photo. Then a photo of our rings. Then two images side by side of me on electrical modes of transportation, scooter <laughs> and a skateboard, and then just a picture of me in Chicago. Nice. But as is, I I find it always funny with the top nine, like. I always make sure to post it before January 1 because my top nine photo is Could become one of the one top of, nine. <laughs> well, it has already eclipsed, I think, the first, like the bottom three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, this is especially like, uh, this is an especially a, a, a different kind of problem for me this year because since the beginning of the year, I have put a lot more effort into Instagram. Mm, so mm. I have more followers on Instagram now. So I get more, you know what I mean? So like it's it's pushed it up. Um, but yeah, it would be like number four, number, sorry, like number six now on, on my top nine. That's bananas. Where is yours? Well, I haven't seen it. Were you I, not sent it to me? I did. I did. I just sent it to you via text message uh, moments ago. No, oh, then I'll get it like in a week. Oh, come on. I, it was iMessage, I should say. It's, it says Mac delivered. The Mac can't deal with iMessages if you don't use the Mac all the time. Oh, uh, fair enough. Well, get your, get your phone. Your phone must be, must be within reach, no? Yeah, I got it on my phone. There you go. But my phone's on Do Not Disturb. I don't want to be disturbed. Well, and I'm I appreciate that. You, so I don't see it. Well, I, but okay. I've just told you, so there it is. I'm going to put this in the show notes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. I, I didn't post it to Instagram, not because it was private. It's just because, I don't know, I just didn't really see the need. You're a loser. I, <laughs> because I'm a loser, baby. And that's what it comes, that's what it boils down to. Oh man, you know, there's. Uh, I'm stealing a follow up entry that you put in the show notes, but I don't think there's a clean shaven Casey in this entire top nine, which is a little weird. Yeah, you kept that little thing secret, didn't you, Mister Sexy Beardy Avatar? You got a new avatar <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, I. I uh, this is going to relate to some follow up we'll get to in a minute. But suffice it to say, I was with the Syracuses and the Underscores uh, this past weekend, and so. John was the most efficient at collating and processing and sharing the photos that he took. Uh, as soon uh, as I saw that picture, I knew it was a Syracuse photo. Mm-hmm. Syracuse photos have a distinct quality to them that I can't put my finger on. But whenever I see a picture that's taken by him, I know it's taken by him. Yep. And so that is a Syracuse special. And and I just liked it. Uh, it occurred to me after I posted it that it is actually almost a a mirror image of marcos if i'm not mistaken like it's some it's a bearded one of us looking um, down looking looking, you're down. looking down to the left and he's yeah. looking down to the right yeah I, I, so really what we need <laughs> is like when you two are talking to each other we need to see that yeah exactly or we need to figure out some way to, to make it an actual mirror image but anyway that was not by design but it did make me laugh when i realized that several hours after i changed my uh, profile photo yeah I, it's funny because i keep telling myself yeah i'm done with the beard it's getting too long i don't feel like buying like a beard trimmer and going through that whole rigmarole i'm gonna i'm gonna just cut it all off and start anew and then something pulls me back in maybe it's the voice of mike in the back of my mind i don't know what it is but it something so pulls good. me back or in. your wife probably i you know i don't she claims that she doesn't care and it, 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 what are we married? Thirteen years now, twelve years now, uh, whatever it's been. Don't uh, no, ask me. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. it's been eleven years. Uh, th- this year will be twelve. Uh, this long in, I feel like she would tell me what she actually thought, but, um, but no, I think she's relatively ambivalent about it. I think mostly she just doesn't want me to, uh, to flip flop back and forth on it. She just wants me to make a decision and stick with it. And so, um, so yeah, so I keep flip flopping about it, but. Uh, for now, it's going to stay, and we'll see how long that lasts. I don't know. Beards are very trendy. It's all basically since I started growing a beard. That's when that's when beards became trendy, Mike. Hmm. <laughs> uh, before we talk about New Year's and, and associated paraphernalia, I wanted to uh, do a couple of quick follow-up items with regard to this show and the editing thereof. Uh, I did use my Poditor, Poditor uh, custom bespoke app in order to edit the Still last episode. Work out a different name. 
You know, no, we did not work out a different name, and I am happy to accept uh, recommendations via Twitter. And that in icons, too. Feel free. <laughs> but anyway. It's not that it's a bad name. No, it's not great. It's that you even can't agree on the pronunciation no, of it. Yeah, I know. I, I think Potter... See, because I feel like it should be Potter, but then it should be T-E-R, which is not what I want. So, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Point is, I used it, and I submitted my uh, my edits to you using the app, and I just wanted to verify that that w- went okay on your end. I didn't like it as much, but I'll get used to it. <laughs> what did you not like? It's too much too much emoji. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Okay. That makes me very sad, but okay. Well, it's, it, here's a couple of things. Make, makes it kind of busy uh, in a way that I have to work through. But the biggest thing, which I think we're going to fix, is that you chose a bunch of emoji that were visually too similar, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. were supposed to represent other things, even though you believed that they were the best emoji. And I'm not disagreeing with that. The problem was I couldn't discern what was what sure, sure, sure. from from the list so this is a work in progress yeah and I believe- i'll tell you something that i would like i'm mm-hmm. looking at the edit now so you mentioned that you you were like making bullets with like an emoji can you not just please just make it an asterisk so it actually formats as a bulleted list um the big square oh, emoji. Oh, 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 oh i was not at all getting what you're putting down i'm with you now. that, that yep, does yep. not do a good visual job of breaking it up okay i can do that because i use by word and because by word, like on my Mac, when I'm when I'm just looking at these edits, it's just like a simple lightweight markdown editor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and by word does previewing, so if you put it in as bullets, it will format as bullets, and like it just makes it really clear for me to see it. Um, it is less clear with that with that with that big square emoji. Now, are you saying you want an asterisk or even just the what is it? Uh, option eight, the literal bullet. Is either okay, or do you want it the asterisk neither, for It neither down? matters. Like, asterisks are fine, or bullets are fine, just so mm-hmm. long as it formats as a bullet. Gotcha. All right. When, I, when I'm looking at it, mark down. All right. Well, that shall be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was way more. I, what I did notice, though. There was a lot more. Two of things. A lot more edits, mm-hmm. which makes sense, uh, because you don't have to do as much work for it, right? But that doesn't bother me. I noticed it, but like I don't care because mm-hmm. more edits means the show will sound better. But also, you just add you put in more information than usual. Yeah, I don't know if that was really necessary or not. I'm not sure why I did. I think I was just trying to exercise the app. But uh, but yeah, I think that's fair. I definitely noticed should, myself. There should were we more. share this text file? We certainly can. Yeah, that's fine. Just so people can, because if we're talking about it, we may as well just show people what it looks like. Because there's nothing in this one. No, no, no. There was nothing in that episode specifically that uh, can't be seen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I yeah, think we'll it's fine. It Sometimes you swear at me or whatever, and, you know. <laughs> no, neither of us would ever do that, especially not before we started recording today. Not a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, as I was doing the edit using uh, Potter, the uh, the lovely wife, Erin, uh, came in and was telling or asking me something or something like that. And so she heard just a smidgen of the show prior to me hitting the pause button or what have you. And uh, she was like, wait a second, why are you talking about me? And so I backed up a little bit and played her this section of our last show where I was discussing, I think it was a, a Relay Your Feels, I was discussing doing an Aaron and Me show. And she had, this is your follow-up, she has verified that a Just the Two of Us show, she's all in on it. Um, we just need a shtick, which we've discussed uh, quite a bit in the last episode that we don't really know what that show would be. Uh, and I think, I don't remember if it was she or I that said we, you know, one of us also thought that a Liz Hurley couple show would be a lot of fun. And she is also 100% willing to do that. Also, neither of us have any ideas what that would look like. And I'm presuming that whether or not you guys are willing, you also don't have any good ideas about what that would be. Ideas are the problem, Casey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just want to put on record that uh, we are we are ready and raring to go on either just us or all four of us. So uh, we're we're ready when you are. Just letting you know. Okay, let me, you you just call me when you have a good idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would say we're going through the same thing. Yeah, Nina is more is much more open to it. She likes the idea of having a show now because she feels like the shows that she's been on in the past, she's gotten more confident with it, and she is more confident about speaking in public Mm -hmm. but we just don't have an idea and again uh we just constantly curse marco and tiff for having the best idea which is top four (laughs) exactly uh all right can you tell us a little bit about this final piece of a quick follow-up if you please 
We have a new defined recording time for the show, which we've had for quite a long time, but never told anyone about. <laughs> um, we used to record this show at 7 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. As soon as Casey quit his job, I told him that that was never going to happen again. <laughs> which is accurate. I hated the midnight recording time. Uh, so now we record every other Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, which is 3 p.m. if you live in London, like I do. Uh, I'm not sure you can work <laughs> out along the way. Uh, if you want to see what every other week looks like, you can go to relay.fm slash schedule, which is a page that you may not know exists, which has a calendar in Eastern Standard Time of every live show recording that happens uh, on Relay FM. They're all put into a calendar, which is displayed there. This is also linked to from our live page, but you can just go straight to relay.fm slash schedule, and there is a calendar that is formatted there in Eastern time for you. Yep. Uh, can you do me a favor, please? If you lose the rest of your accent, which would be very sad, I'm not asking you to try. Um, there's some schedule. things, yeah, there's some things like yeah. H, which, ah, okay, whatever. But if you lose schedule, people I will hate be very that sad. enough. Like people hate my saying H enough that if it was ever going to change, I would have changed it by now. <laughs> right. Right. And schedule is just like, I can't do schedule. That just doesn't, that just doesn't work for me. See, schedule. I, I like schedule. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do too. And if I say schedule, I sound like an idiot, but, uh, but no, the, I don't think the, you do. I think that worked pretty well. Well, there you go. Uh, I didn't overthink it, I guess. But anyway, don't lose that. That that's one of my favorites. It's the year of the schedule. The year of the schedule. So, hey, uh, what what else is one of my favorites these days? Well, it's one of mine for sure, and that's Hello. Um, Hello make insanely comfortable buckwheat pillows. I know you may be out there, listener, and saying. Mike, what is a buckwheat pillow? Well, let me tell you, listener, a buckwheat pillow is incredibly different to any other type of pillow that you have used before. Buckwheat pillows support your head and neck. They don't collapse under the weight of your head like a traditional pillow. Um, it stays cool and dry compared to feather or foam pillows. Buckwheat hulls is, is what goes into these pillows. And they're, it's, they're like these tiny little shells is probably the easiest way I can describe it. Um, so the pillow is kind of like a really dense beanbag, I think, is maybe the best way to describe it. Mm -hmm. I have been sleeping on a hollow pillow for over six months, and it has completely changed things for me. Like, I absolutely love this pillow. I only need one pillow now. I don't need two, which I always needed before. And this thing... I kind of put it into the shape that I want and I put my head on it and it stays that way all night. It stays cool. It doesn't get warm because air can flow through really easily. There's no more flipping to the cool side of the pillow. Plus, because it's got like a filling that is really easily uh, movable and stuff, you can just take buckwheat out or add more to it to make the pillow your size, like the correct size. Um, these pillows are very popular in Japan that people have been sleeping on them for a long time. You see them a lot at like fancy hotels. You can get them. Um, I absolutely love my hollow pillow. They're made in the USA with quality constructions and materials. The certified organic cotton case is cut and sewn for durability and the buckwheat is grown and milled in the U S as well. So I really hope that you're curious to try one of these out. You should be, trust me. I think it's really worth a go. It's this very different. It is very different. But for me, extremely superior. And there is an easy way to try it. You can sleep on a hollow pillow for 60 nights. And if it isn't right for you, just send it back for a refund. No questions asked. If you go to hollowpillow.com slash analog right now, you can get your own buckwheat pillow. That's H-U-L-L-O-P-I-L-L-O-W.com slash analog. And if you buy more than one of them, they have a special discount of up to $20 off, depending on the size that you opt for. They have fast, free shipping on every order, and 1% of all profits are donated to the Nature Conservancy. Give it a try. If you love it, you keep it. If you don't, you just send it back. That is hollowpillow.com slash analog. And thanks to Hello for their support of this show and Relay FM. Hello. 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 All right. So a quick bit of uh, topic or maybe follow up. I'm not really sure. We made a Happy quick... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We made a quick uh, mention of this earlier. We will talk about the holidays in a little bit, uh, potentially, uh, but I think so. But I wanted to mention that we were able to do a repeat to some degree of the 2016 surprise to end all surprises. We'll put a link to that video in the show notes when... I think it was 2016 when Mike and Adina... 
uh, colluded in the happy way, and to see that's a that's a loaded word now. Cooperated with the Armans. No collusion. <laughs> no collusion. <laughs> cooperated with the Armans uh, and surprised <laughs> all of us at, at the underscores. And that video is uh, that travel vlog. I do miss the vlog. I know why you don't do it. I know. I understand. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but I do miss it. Anyway, um, that travel vlog is very good. We'll put a link in the show notes. But um, we kind of, to some degree, recreated that. It was without the Armants and without the Hurleys, which made us sad. But the Syracuses and Underscores and us all got together at the Underscores house, which is nominally in between uh, me and John. And it was it was really fun. Is it really in between you and John? Well, in a literal sense, yes. But it's a two-hour drive for me and a two-hour flight for him. So. That's not the same. I said nominally. And I didn't mean Do it's in the center. you have to spend two hours getting ready to go into the car? No. No. Well, I mean, it's, packing takes a while. We bring a lot of stuff. We have kids. But look what you think they're not packing. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. Anyway, the point is that uh, we were able to get everyone together. And I, I don't really need to belabor this very much other than to thank the underscores for hosting everyone. It was very kind to them. But it made me think about how much fun it would be, well, in principle anyway, to set up like a destination vacation. I think it would be really mm. cool to do something like um, when we went to Cape Charles over the summer, and maybe this isn't the perfect example, but just for the sake of conversation to have something concrete to talk about, like let's get a row of houses or like some mega mansion that has, you know, 84 rooms, but we're splitting the cost 84 ways. So it's really not that expensive. How many people are you inviting to this thing? It just uh, figuratively, figuratively. Okay, so, okay. Um, so it, it really every, every analog listener, uh, all 84, every, every $10. <laughs> yeah, there number. it is actually. That's how you buy your way into my office. So analog gets the <laughs> yeah. ticket. That's what it is. Um, but I just think it would be fun, you know, to have like a bunch of close friends all get together either in one mega, mega, mega house or, you know, a, a series of homes that are nearby each other. And it doesn't have to be a beach thing or whatever. Uh, but I just think it would be cool. It reminds me, um, my friend Curtis Herbert does Fireside Cocoa which uh, is a similar idea. It's something like 10 or 15 people that all go to, I want to say it's Killington. It's one of the big ski resorts up in Vermont. And they just get together and ski and, you know, they happen to talk some nerdy stuff here and there. But it's not a conference, mind you. It's just like a group vacation. And that seems like it would be a lot of fun to do, except I don't want to have anything to do with the actual setting up and executing on this process. <laughs> and so so mm. it's never going to happen. But I just think it would be fun. And, and it bummed me out that we couldn't have a bigger group this year. But, you know, it was still I'm very thankful we were able to do it. And it was still it was still great fun. Uh, naps, naps for the little kids make everything hard, Mike, because you can't do anything like that lasts more than two or three hours because Michaela is only awake for two or three hours at a time. And then she has a nap and somebody has to be home with her. So Aaron and Declan and pretty much everyone else except Dave and me uh, went out to one of the Smithsonian museums and that was like a multi-hour affair. And I was bummed that, that I wouldn't, that I wasn't able to go to that. I was glad that Aaron was able to go because typically she's the one who pays the price of staying home with Michaela for various and sundry reasons that are not by intent. And so I was super glad that she was the one able to go, but it just bums me out. And I'm looking forward to when Michaela's old enough that, you know, naps are at, at worst optional or at best, not even a thing. Um, and a couple of the quick notes. Uh, first of all, we're all so old, which is kind of funny. Uh, all of us decided to go to bed except Aaron and me before midnight. <laughs> and the underscores have this delightful tradition of celebrating uh, GMT New Year's, which I know makes Mike exceptionally happy. Yeah, you te- sent me text messages, which was mm-hmm. fun. Everyone was texting me. Yep, yep. Uh, This is in part because GMT New Year's like 7 p.m. our time, which is perfect for the kiddos. Uh, In part because Dave went to school, went to university in the UK and is a UK uh, citizen, I believe, right? That's how it works. It doesn't matter. He he has a UK passport. Um, And so anyway. Who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't these days? Am I right? Uh, But anyway, so we were able to do that and that was kind of fun. But uh, nobody except Aaron and me wanted to stay up for the Eastern time zone New Year, which was kind of funny. We're all getting old, you guys. Yeah, just Aaron and me. No one did it? Nope. They're all tired. Party time. Yeah, I know. But we uh, we stayed up and we watched it ourselves. And that and is hilarious. Yeah, that is yep. so funny. So you all got together for New Year, but nobody stayed up for New Year. Yep, that's correct. Wow, <laughs> I know we're so. Old. I don't even think that's an old person thing. Uh, I think lots of old people stay up. Yeah, who knows? But anyway, and then one final note, which I actually t- spoke about on ATP last night. Uh, I was reminded by their sponsorship of the talk show that I had had Sketch Party TV for years. 
on various iPads throughout you know throughout the last few years, and I hadn't played it for years, but we did a lot of Sketch Party TV, and oh man, what a fun game that is! It's basically just Pictionary, but with the iPad. Oh, and since I got my fancy new Apple Pencil. Um, for Christmas from my parents. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So we were able to pass my iPad around with it airplaying to the Apple TV in their basement, in the underscores basement, and play Sketch Party TV with everyone. And that was super fun for the adults and the kids as well, which was really good. I recommend the Jackbox Party Pack games. Yeah, I really got to get for that. these situations. Mm-hmm. They're very, very good. Uh, but how was your new year? How was your holiday? How did things go? New year was wonderful. We spent just spent it in London with some friends, um, nice and chilled out, like which was kind of exactly what I was looking for this year. We didn't really want to do anything uh, extravagant or big, really. Um, so it was nice. We just had a nice night in and stayed up till like three in the morning. Oh, we're cooler goodness. than you. Oh, you are way cooler than we are. Yeah. Um, and Christmas was really good too. Um, it, it all went off well. Uh, I didn't get sick. Um, it was nice. We had just a nice Christmas. No, no family drama, which I was good. Couldn't believe that we were able to get through the entire time without any serious drama. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. We had a great time. That's awesome. How was yours? Uh, Christmas was good. This was Aaron's family this year, and uh, this was the first year that we instituted what we plan to be a effectively forevermore policy, which is that. The Liss family will always be at our own home for Christmas morning. So last year we were at my mm. family's, and you're we, adding an addendum to the rule, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So last year we were at my parents uh, through Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, you know, Christmas Day, etc. And that was good, but it's kind of weird to do the whole Santa dance at somebody else's house, and I felt like doing the santa thing what's why is the santa dance? like what does that mean you need to make sure that santa knows where to deliver the presents and you need to and santa needs to know uh, you know okay. where where the presents go and santa it needs adds to make probably sure. complexity and anxiety into the whole situation right exactly right how, and santa needs to make sure know we're gonna be a grandma's like mm-hmm. and santa yeah. needs to make sure that the presents arrive at grandma's and so on and so forth so mm-hmm. um it, it adds complexity and plus it's a little weird because i kind of want christmas morning to be just the four of us and there's no easy way to do that at anyone else's house. Like, hey, family, buzz off. It's our time. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just kind of weird. And so Aaron said to me, and I'm glad she did, after last year, she was like, hey, I really think we should just do Christmas morning, just us. And then we can meet up with whomever, be it, you know, my family or yours. You know, we can meet up with the other family after Christmas morning. But right. I feel like we should do the presents and Santa and all that, just us. And So basically what the family gets now is the opportunity for the family dinner. Right, exactly. And it's it's a, it's actually doubly tough for Aaron's side because part of their family tra- traditional Christmas celebration is a very big Christmas breakfast, which especially with naps we weren't able to make. Now, maybe next year when naps are different timing or, you know, there's only one of them and so on, maybe it would work out better. Actually, I guess I should say two years from now. Holy smokes. Uh, but anyways... Uh, that that was a bummer to miss Christmas breakfast. I was bummed out because one of the features of uh, Aaron's family's Christmas breakfast is having like a bazillion pounds of bacon, uh, and and I could eat my weight in bacon on an average day, so I missed out on that. I got a little bit of the leftovers, but I was sad not to have it fresh. Um, but nevertheless, we were able to celebrate with Aaron's family, and we spent all day at her mom's house, excepting the morning, and that was really lovely, uh, and it was really great to see them, and it was great to have Santa with... Uh, Declan and Michaela sort of kind of understood how to open gifts and then as always was more interested in the wrapping paper in the box than the actual gift which is how this works but uh but no I thought it was very good uh it was it was the first year in many years that I felt like I actually had okay gifts for Aaron uh I think the last time she had a really good Christmas was when Declan was born um and I, I felt like I did a pretty good job then. And then every every year since then, I keep telling her it's a rebuilding year, which is a, like a sports ball term. And it's not because I don't want to get her good things, but I just feel like I, I envy Erin in, in the sense that, well, in many ways, but particularly in that she doesn't really like stuff the same way I do. Like, I like stuff. I like all kinds of stuff. I like electronic stuff. I like car stuff. I like movie stuff. I like I like poster stuff. I like stuff. And Aaron just yeah. doesn't really like stuff nearly as much. And so that makes it more challenging to shop for her. Uh, but this year I felt like uh, I, I felt like this year I did OK. And and I'm pretty happy with that. And she got me a lot of stuff that I wanted and or needed, which was great. So I felt like it was a good year. Uh, tell me, uh, did we already talk on the show about we did talk about what you were doing for Adina? Is that correct? Yeah. And how yeah. did that go? I won Christmas. Oh, good for you. That's that's a, yeah, not, it's it. not a competition, Mike, but go ahead. 
That's what I like. If to it hear. was a competition, I crushed that competition. <laughs> My gift was wonderful, uh, like a custom made watch box. Like she had it locked down until I bought the piano. Oh yeah, that, that's awesome. I get, I you know that the piano is. I I think it's the best present I've ever bought anybody. Oh, so I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a surprise. I mean, that's the only way I could have made it better if it would have been a surprise. But yeah. I don't really think that that would have been a good surprise. Plus, she wouldn't have wanted it as a surprise anyway because she would have wanted to research exactly the one that she wanted, which she did. So it, it probably actually, I take that all back. It was better for her to have researched it uh, <laughs> before, other than me just buying it. So. Yeah, she that. loves it. She plays it every day. It's great. I'm That's very, awesome. I'm very proud of her. She's doing a great job. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, she has shared some videos of her playing uh, privately, which has been really great. And she's Instagram very talented. Close friends, man. It's the best. Yeah, I didn't want to say specifically in case that was like a state secret or something. But yeah, I'm nah. loving Instagram close friends. It is my yep. jam. I don't actually post that often, but boy, do I enjoy uh, being on the receiving end of some close friend post. Yeah, I am encouraging her to share some of the music. Um, publicly which she is into just kind of like because it, it isn't like a private thing as such you know mm-hmm. and, but she's just been doing it because she's in the habit of using the close friends thing like but um, I'm very uh, I'm very I'm very proud of her I, I kind of it's interesting to have known someone for so long and then find out they have this incredible talent yeah 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 Um, like you know like she knows she knows the uh, Fleur, is it Fleur the Leaf Fleur? That's a song like that one. Oh, that uh, Fleur Elise, yeah, right? yeah, Fleur Fleur the Leaf. That's it. I can Fleur, never get it right. F U R Fleur Elise. Fleur Elise. You'll get there one day. Whatever it is, she knows that, and she just play it like that was her song, and it was almost like a fun, like a joke, right? Because she just would play that song whenever there was a piano, um, and it sounds very impressive. But to me and her, it was like a funny thing because we knew it was just like the one song that she really knew, um, and she's picking up all of this music. So she's using like a couple of applications or whatever. Um, I think one's called Simple Piano. And one is called uh, Flow Key or something like that. Um, I'll put both of these in the show notes. And what's really cool is the piano that we got. This It's a digital piano. It has a USB port. So with the camera connection kit plugged into an iPad, it acts as a MIDI controller. Oh, cool. So because what these apps do, they listen to you play. And then they're like tracking your notes to make sure you've done it correctly. But that is like, that's probably gets you about 80% of a hit rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you plug in a MIDI controller, it is 100% hit rate. Yeah, yeah. And then also she can uh, do all of the um, practice with headphones on. So there's headphones on the piano, but then if she plays headphones on the piano, she can't hear what the app is given to her. But she can plug in the the headphones into the iPad and then she's got the MIDI controller plugged in and then can just play it all and can learn that way. So that's awesome. really pleased with the decision. People keep asking me what piano it is and but it it's a Yamaha from the Clara Nova range. They're all like much and much the same. I think they all have the same features if people are interested. Uh Clavanova, that's the 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 range of pianos that we looked at. Um so that's, you know, if you if you are interested i'll put a link to the clavinova range in the in the in the show notes as well but yeah uh, and it's just it's kind of astounding to just see how quickly she's picking up complex stuff like a lot of the applications they teach you like the simple things um Mm -hmm. and she is like further than that level but she kind of has to go through it anyway but she's able to jump ahead in some of them and actually learn real songs and I'm kind of astounded by it, really. I think it's incredible. I'm very proud of her. Yeah, that's super awesome. Like I said, I've been very so, impressed by the stuff that she's posted to uh, Instagram. So I'm I'm excited to see more. And maybe, maybe one day she can play that very piano for Aaron and me and maybe even the family in person. A man can dream. Well, I've, I've set her a goal that I never want to play pay for any podcast theme music ever again. <laughs> <laughs> just compose it all for me. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, we. Uh, she is... did learn the the beginning part of the Dubai Friday song. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that was quite impressive because she just did that by listening to it. Oh man, that's super cool. I I could never do that. Yeah, and also Garage Band on iOS is amazing. Oh when yeah, you have a 
MIDI controller. Uh, who knew? <laughs> because you just can play a little thing, and then you can like turn it into all different types of instruments. Yeah, yeah, so. that would be fun to mess around with, even as yep. as a klutz like me. I think that'd be super cool. You can just get a cheap little keyboard then. Yeah, that's true. You know. All right. What else is cool these days other than that piano? We have another new sponsor. New year, new sponsors. Today, I want to talk to you about ExpressVPN. So look, you cannot move these days for stories about online security breaches, privacy issues. Like It is becoming more and more of a thing for us to worry about where our data is going, especially when just simple things like sending an email or logging onto your banking app can put your information at risk. Chances are, as you move around the internet these days, you're being tracked by social media sites, marketing companies, maybe even your internet provider. It's This is your information. You've got to try and keep it private, right? Like I think that this is becoming something that's more and more important. And ExpressVPN can help you. ExpressVPN works by securing and anonymizing your internet browsing history, encrypts your data, and hides your public IP address. You can turn on ExpressVPN protection with just one click, and they have easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet, and it costs just less than $7 a month, and you can be protected wherever you surf the internet. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service available by TechRadar, and it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you ever use public Wi-Fi and want to keep the bad guys away from your data, you need ExpressVPN. Someone like me who travels a lot, having a VPN available is wonderful. Especially as more, I feel like these days more and more hotels are offering free Wi-Fi. And I always ask that question of like, why is it free though? We <laughs> used to have to pay for it. And so I'm like, I don't know. Like I just get, it, look, I, I have started to realize recently that like my data is a commodity traded by companies that I have not explicitly allowed to do so. And I'm just becoming more and more aware of that. So being able to use a VPN service super easily now, like as well, if you've not used a VPN on your iOS devices in a while, oh my God, it's so much easier to set up. Like it is so much easier to set up than it used to be. Um, You don't have to do any wild stuff anymore. I assume something changed in iOS to allow this stuff to be more easily enabled. And ExpressVPN makes it super simple to do. If you don't want your online history in the hands of your internet provider or data resellers, ExpressVPN is the answer. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free of a one-year package by going to expressvpn.com slash analog. That's expressvpn.com slash analog for three extra months free with a one-year package. Once again, that's expressvpn.com slash analog to learn more and sign up. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of this show and Relay FM. It's a new year, Mike. It's a new year. It's a new life. It's a new day. What's the what's the lyrics to that song? I don't know. And I'm feeling. <laughs> bum, nice. Bum. So uh, I haven't listened to Cortex yet. I've only but started it. So I don't know what your the- what your yearly theme is for this year. Do you want to give an executive summary, or would you rather force people to listen to Cortex? I want people to listen to it. <laughs> it's a great show, actually. I shouldn't say force. It's a great show that you really should be listening to. But And I think that our episode 79, 2019 Yearly Themes, is my favorite episode we've ever done. Oh. oh I, it's, if you've never listened bold. to Cortex before, I think this is a perfect jumping on point. Because if you, don't, if you like that episode, you're going to love the show. If you don't like that episode, you're never going to love the show. Like, that's kind of how I feel. It's like Yearly Themes are very core to the show now and have been for a couple of years as a thing that we keep coming back to. And we base our life around these. It's like instead of resolutions, instead of goals, we came up with the idea of themes and we set themes for each other. We set themes for ourselves, not for each other. That'd be insane. We set themes for ourselves <laughs> at the beginning of every year. And then we kind of follow that through as like a guiding. I, I recently referred to my yearly themes like my North Star. It guides me through the year. I look to my yearly theme when I feel like I need guidance. I feel like, does this fit under the yearly themes that I've established for myself? Um, so I think it's very important uh, to me. Gray finds it very important to him. And Think of everything I've ever done in in pod, my podcasting career. This seems to have been the thing that has caught on with people the most. Um, I hear a lot about this, especially around this time of the year, uh, about people's yearly themes. And this is like my friends, but just listeners. And, and it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. And we get a lot of great feedback about how it's improved people's lives. So uh, yearly themes are very important. What's your yearly theme? Uh, 
again, yeah. another thing that that Marco and John were making fun of you for uh, on on ATP a couple of weeks ago. Well, my yearly theme for next year, I mean, or the, well, now this year, you know, I, I was thinking about this when I saw it in the show notes a little bit. Um, I think my theme, I have two themes, which is not really the spirit. Oh, of what you you're really asking. do? Well, wow, you've sort actually of. put some thought into this. I have put a little bit of thought into this. I'm not making any formal de- declarations at this time, but I think my my. Th- well, actually, now that, now that I'm talking this out, I think I could condense it down to one theme with two branches on it. And the theme is focus, and the two branches are work and health. And I think I need to do a better job okay. of Yeah, that's being... one That's one theme. That's one theme. Yeah. You've got one theme, which is the year of focus. And then, as I do, I set up a theme and then sp- split it out into a couple of things that I care about. So, like, I think that that's perfectly valid. Yeah. I, that actually just stumbled on this uh, just as we were talking. Uh, I think focus is the theme. Most of the best themes I've found that way. Yeah. And and the two the two pieces, like I said, are, are work and, and health. And so... I feel like in 2018, almost to 2017, in 2018, I've done better than I ever have at exercising and being slightly better about what I eat. I still eat a bunch of garbage. I still love Velveeta. I still love Diet Coke. I still eat a bunch of garbage. I'm not trying to say I'm mm-hmm. a perfect perfect angel or anything, but I feel like I've been doing... I've been more conscious of it for a longer time. And this is particularly true of exercise, less true of the food. Uh, I've been more conscious of it for a longer time and I've been more consistent with like exercise uh, and again, slightly so with food than I have probably ever in my life. And I want to continue that and not double down on it, but you know, just build on that. I want to be very consistent about exercise and potentially even uh, introducing new forms of exercise other than running. Uh, When I was at underscores, he had me do... Um, kind of an abridged version of a CrossFit workout called a Cindy, I believe, which is basically just doing pull-ups, oh push-ups, so and squats. You didn't stay up to New Year, but did a CrossFit workout in the morning. Yes, that's correct. Uh, it might have even my been New friend. Year's Day, actually. <laughs> oh, think of it. my God. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm planning to join a CrossFit gym or anything like that, and God that's, knows that'll be the only thing. It's very intense I, stuff. Yeah, th- that'll be the only thing I talk about on any of my shows if I do, because that's the rules. But... Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the, the one rule of CrossFit Club is you only talk about CrossFit. That's, that's right, that's right. It's the exact opposite <laughs> to Fight Club. It is the antithesis of Fight Club. No, actually, an underscore is very good about that. I'm poking fun, but underscore will only talk CrossFit if you engage with him about CrossFit. And okay. so anyway, um, but no, that that workout was fairly simple and straightforward, um, and it didn't really require a whole lot of equipment. It basically just required a pull-up bar or or maybe some rings to, to use to pull up on. Um, and it didn't wow, take a lot of time. And so. Oh, I'm terrible at them. I have little spaghetti yeah. arms. Yeah, I have little teeny spaghetti arms. I am terrible at pull-ups, but... How about underscore swole these days? Oh, God, I kid you not. This is going to be deeply embarrassing for him, and I'm sorry, but... No, no, we should definitely do it, then. No, I, I grabbed his bicep, like, as I was trying to scoot Hello. past him. <laughs> Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, governor. Uh, so I, I was trying to, like, shimmy past him, right? So I, like, had left left arm on his back, you know, top of his back, right arm on his bicep, just to kind of, like, indicate to him, because he wasn't looking my direction, that I, somebody was so walking handsome. behind him, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, oh, my God, what happened to you? <laughs> So there's a whole lot more bicep there that I remember ever having noticed in the past. And I told him that, but now he's going to be deeply embarrassed that I'm saying that in front of everyone. So sorry Stupid about Stupid sexy underscore. God, it's quietly sexy is the thing. And you never really, mm-hmm. you don't, it's not one of those things where it's like looking at uh, Thor, you know, what's his name? Liam Hel- Helmsworth or whatever. You know, it's not, it's not that sort of situation, but. He's Chris, Liam's his brother. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Sorry. You know what I'm saying though. Yeah. Um, anyway, the point of all this is to say, I'd like to continue to focus on, on health um, I'd like to definitely stick with the exercise. I've, I kind of put a bit of a pause on it when the weather got bad because I do my running outside and I think I need to stop that because basically the weather went from summer to deep winter with no fall in between here in Virginia, but then it has warmed up a fair bit and I just got out of the habit of running. And so I need to get back into that habit. Um, and then additionally, uh, more t- pay more attention to the things that I consume and not snacking as much just because I'm bored or because there's something tasty available. Of course, that said, Aaron and I each got each other a whole bunch of like snack foods. It's like little gag Christmas gifts, which was a terrible you decision. You can let it go over the holidays. Yeah, exactly. But some of that snack food is still lingering to say the least. So, um, but nevertheless, I'd like, so that's part of the focus. And the other part of the focus, like I said, is on work. Um, 
I, I don't feel bad about how the tail end of 2018 went, but I don't feel great about it either. I think I need to get much speedier with getting videos out much, 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 much speedier. Um, I'd like to be more focused on doing things that I think are are at least potentially revenue generating. Uh, I think I've occasionally gotten to use my working time as time to do the things that I can't as easily do with the kids around. And that's not really what it's for. So things as a silly example, like processing pictures that we took over the last few days, you know, and so going through and removing the ones that are garbage and color correcting some of them and stuff like that. I don't think doing that during working time occasionally is so bad, but I think I've, I've spent too much of my working time doing things along those lines and not enough working time doing actual work. And so I'd, I'd like to focus more on work and doing a better job of that. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Uh, so, so yeah, so that, I think that's my, uh, my, my theme for this, for this year, I keep wanting to say next year is the year of focus and, and we'll see it. how that goes. It's and, great, man. I think that's awesome. That's a great, that is a great beginner's theme as well. Like, cause the first one. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I'm, because here's the thing, once you, you do it once and then you understand, because once you do it once, you then pay attention to the things that didn't go so well in your year, things mm. you'd want to change. And then you come up with the next year's theme for them. But like. My first was the year of less, which was Gray's first. So he mm-hmm. did it. And then I did it the next year. Um, and that's kind of a similar thing, like, because I focused on doing less stuff, right? I think focus is like a quite a broad one, but like it will get you into the mindset of being like paying more attention to what you're doing. And then when you pay more attention to what you're doing, you understand more pain points. And yeah. I think it will allow you to, to start. Like, I think one of the problems that people get into with this stuff is like trying to, like, going too much too soon. Um, or way mm-hmm. too broad mm-hmm. was the first one. And I think that you've picked something. You've got a couple of like defined things. Uh, I think it's wonderful. I think it's really great. Now, I don't want to share my themes in detail because mm-hmm. I've, I have I want people to listen to Cortex. I That's want fair. people That's to listen fair. to this episode. But what I will do, Casey, is talk about something that I didn't want to talk about, but I'll talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, since, okay, from the 20th of October to like the 20th of December... I lost 14 pounds. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, I say that because then the holidays happened. <laughs> and I, and I <laughs> yeah. A significant portion of it back on, but I'm, 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 it's coming off again. Uh, no carbs, no sugar, six days a week. That's what I'm doing. Oh, that's an interesting. Uh, I was going to say halfway, but it's not halfway at all. That's an interesting, like, happy medium. Uh, it's also not meeting. You get what I'm saying is that mm-hmm. you have that cheat day where you can allow yourself some of those things you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, I'll lose my mind. I'll lose my mind. Yeah, me too. I absolutely would right. as well. Like, basically, uh, I'm doing this because Marco and Tiff did this, and they both look fantastic now and because they both lost, like, 25 pounds or something. Um, and I could do with losing, like, probably, like, 30 pounds in total, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been working on it. It's it's hard. It's not. It's really not easy. Um but I'm getting it done and I can see the, I'm finally able to see the weight loss on me. That's uh, awesome. I'm, my belt is tighter. Uh, my watch is looser. Um, like as in like I can tighten my belt further. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, what yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, currently all of the places that I feel like I'm losing weight is not where I want to lose the weight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, we'll just deal with that as we go through. But yeah, yeah it's been a bit of a challenge. Um, but I'm, I'm getting better at it. Today has been really difficult because this is my second day back on the diet. Mm. So I'm hungrier, Mm. um, than, Mm -hmm. than usual. Um, but I've only got one more day to go before I have a cheat day. So I I have my cheat days on Saturdays. So uh, that that will help balance me out a little bit, but yeah. yeah. So that is a thing that I've been doing. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it and I don't really want to talk about it anymore because I don't want to keep talking about it. If you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to talk about it when I started in case I didn't, in case it didn't work for me, right? Because I didn't sure, want to totally. talk about it and then fail. Um, but I feel like I'm able to keep doing this because I did it for two months without too much bother. It wasn't perfect, uh, but it wasn't too much bother. So I'm going to keep going. But I thought I would share that um, as a thing that I did towards the end of the year. And my plan is to get down to a weight. I don't know what that weight's going to be. Um, I should say I am the lightest that I have been in like four years. Oh, awesome. So I'm pretty, pretty pretty proud of myself with that one. Um, I will get down to a weight. Again, this is, I don't know what that will be. Uh, and then we will probably like bring carbs into our lives for like three days a week and then mm-hmm. not for the other days. That's yeah. kind of the plan. 
Are you keeping up with yoga? I don't recall where we ended on that. Or I shouldn't say ended, but where, what, what was um, the last discussion? It's been a bit of a challenge for a couple of reasons. The diet has kind of it upended me quite a lot with just my general energy levels and stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. And I was quite nauseous a lot of the time. Um, and I think I have found ways to battle that now with like different um, vitamins and minerals that maybe I was lacking in and just like talking to some friends that do this type of stuff and mm-hmm. think I might be now on the right train with that. I need to see how it goes. I've also had for the last six to eight weeks, pretty bad RSI. Um, oh, it's been it's been pretty bad again. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to come out on the other end of that now, which is great. Um, but that has kind of like... I was noticing that my yoga was making it worse, not better. Oh, that's um, too bad. Right, but but that's because I mean I actually I've I've spoken to some other people that have had instant been in similar situations. The issue is if you're doing anything with your arms, the impact will make it worse. Um mm, and that mm. like that I should probably be adjusting what I'm doing yoga wise if I'm having RSI problems and dealing way more in stretching than strength. So that's just the thing that I'm gonna try and balance, but my plan is get used to getting back on the diet again and then get back into the yoga again. Um, the yoga is important to me. Uh, I, I am very much a person who I can, when it comes to stuff like this, I can only focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whether diet has been so much of my focus, the yoga has fallen off a bit, but my plan is to bring this to be able to do them both again. That's what I want to do. And I'm going to keep working towards it because the yoga again, it's not like it's difficult, but it's a couple of things. One, I feel like I'm only able to focus on one thing at a time. And two, I want to give myself a break a bit, right? Like I'm doing something that is really hard for me, which is giving up carbs. That's that's and sugar It's very hard for me to do. So I'm like, treat myself by not working out. Now I know that's maybe not the best thing in the world, but I've got to I've got to balance it somehow. So like I give myself a little bit of time off with the intention to to be able to do it again more. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it, it makes sense to me. No, I and, think it does. And that may that like that that's good for my mental health when trying to deal with something which is I have found challenging in places. So, yeah, that's kind of where I am with it. But the yoga will be making a comeback, like, for sure. Because I want to do it because it is helpful to me. Like, it it wasn't just one of those things that I was doing. And it was like, ugh. It was actually genuinely helpful. So uh, I want to get back on that train, and I will. I hope that the diet is as fruitful as it has at least early on indicated to be. And, and I can tell you, I saw Marco, you know, at the end of October and it was like, he was a different friggin' human being. I yeah. almost did a double take. Yeah. He was, and the thing is that makes it sound like he was some fatty, you know, huge person in the past. He wasn't, he wasn't that big, but all of a sudden there was like considerably less of him. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't even think that there was that much that, that he well, should see, lose. Yeah. Well, but, this is what happened is I spent time with the Armands in October mm-hmm. and we were just talking about their diet. I could see how much it had affected them, that they seemed to be really happy. Plus, they looked fantastic. So I was like, well, I'm going to do it when I get home. So like yeah. when I got home from my October trip after the tour, that's when it began. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, what else is awesome? Linode. Linode are back. We love Linode. They've been a, a wonderful supporter of this show. And I want to tell you all about what they do. With Linode, you will have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at just $5 a month to get you up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under a minute. Linode has hundreds of thousands of customers who are serviced by their friendly 24-7 support team and who trust them to get their stuff done. With Linode, if you have any issues, you need any help, you can email them, you can call them, or you can chat over IRC in the Linode community. Linode know how important it is to get you the help that you want in the way that you want it. They also have a suite of amazing guides and support documentations to give you a reference as well. So no matter what way you want to get your help and assistance, they have the options available. Linode's intuitive control panel will also allow you to deploy, boot, resize, snapshot, and clone your virtual servers in just a few clicks. And they feature two-factor authentication to keep you safe as well. Linode has a suite of wonderful pricing options available. Their plans start at one gigabyte of RAM 
RAM for just $5 a month, and they offer high memory plans starting with 16 gigabytes of RAM. As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com slash analog, you'll not only be supporting us, but also getting yourself $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gigabyte of RAM plan, that will get you four free months. So with a seven-day money-back guarantee as well, there's nothing to lose. Just go to linode.com slash analog to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Our thanks to Linode for their support of this show and Relay FM. So I was looking through the Ask ATP submissions yesterday as I was preparing for the show. Where are you? Where do you think you are? What's going on here? This isn't ATP. All right, well, you know, just bear with me here, man. Give me a chance. So I was looking through the Ask ATP questions in, pre- in preparation for that other show, which is not this show or so I'm told. And I found one from uh, user Cap who has submitted a couple of Ask ATP questions that have made the show in the past. And I thought it actually was better fit for analog. And so Cap writes, Hell yeah. what things are you... I'm taking back my hashtag. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Cap writes, what <laughs> things are you most looking forward to in 2019? And they provided a few examples of their own. But I thought it would be kind of in keeping with the theme of the yearly theme, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe we could talk the about analog a few things. yearly themes episode. Yeah, right. Maybe we could uh, talk about a few things that we were looking forward to. And uh, so I can get us started um, building on what I said just a few minutes ago. I, I'm looking forward to hitting my work rhythm. I really think it's attainable. Uh, I really think it's something that that can happen and can happen reasonably quickly if I put my mind to it. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've noticed over the last week or sorry, month or two that Michaela is getting far more interactive. In fact, uh, she will turn one uh, between the time this episode is released. No way. Yeah, I know. Right. Isn't that weird? Uh, You sure you're doing the math correctly? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. January 11. And so uh, between the time this episode is released and the time we record the next episode, I will have two children of at least one year old. And and I've noticed that over the last couple of months, she's become quite a bit more interactive. I mean, obviously, she would look at you and she would, you know, babble and stuff. And she's not talking by any means, but but you can tell that she's starting to understand the things that we're saying to her and she's starting to like mimic us and and play with us more. And so I'm really looking forward to uh, not only myself interacting with her, but watching the interactions with her and Aaron and her and Declan as well. And and I'm really looking forward to the differences that that will bring in this upcoming year, this year, the, the year that's coming. And Finally, travel, which I suspect, uh, since that's such a big part of your life, you'll be talking about that as well. What travel are you doing? Well, so last year uh, we did a very short, I think it was like three nights trip to a little beach uh, that's only about two and a half hours from us uh, called Cape Charles. And we loved it. It was Mm -hmm. a much more mellow uh, beach with much more mellow water and a a very mellow vacation in general. And it was just the four of us and it was just fantastic. And uh, there's a chance we're going to do the more traditional Aaron's family. Everyone get in a big house like we were discussing earlier, actually. Um, everyone get in a big house and drive far away to the big fancy beach with the big fancy ocean and so on and so forth. But um, but we actually really loved Cape Charles. And so I suspect that that's what will end up happening again this year for various and sundry uh, reasons. And, and I'm looking forward to that quite a bit because um, we had so much fun doing it. And additionally, I think think and i'm very excited about this i think sometime in the next month or so we're going to be booking a walt disney world vacation uh in order Ooh. to celebrate uh declan's fifth birthday at the end of october That's so exciting. uh if you recall listeners aaron and i honeymooned to disney uh her 30th birthday present from me was a surprise trip to disney i had printed out actually uh the weather for london coincidentally and the weather for orlando and said pack me two suitcases one for each place and I will choose the one you need and you don't know where we're going. And we ended up going to Orlando and we had the, just uh, such an unbelievably fun time. And so now that Michaela will be approaching two and Declan will be five, I think we're going to do a Disney vacation. So if you happen to be or know of the world's best Disney travel person and would like to put them in touch with me uh, sometime soon, I would I would genuinely appreciate an introduction. Because What's a Disney travel person. So there's so much intricacies to Disney that I have booked Disney trips myself. 
myself, and it is fine. But typically, there, there, there are many travel agents that are specifically trained either by Disney or by other companies or both to wow. to specialize in Disney World. Travel and, agents? That seems so wild. I know. And, and, and it's because, especially with Disney, sometimes they have access to things that regular people don't have access to. Sometimes uh, they get discounts okay. that regular people don't get, that, you know, don't have access to and so on and so forth. So I am perfectly capable of and may end up just booking this myself, but... It's something worth exploring um, if you happen to... I guess it's one of those situations where you pay a little bit more money, but you get a better experience out of it. Potentially, yes. So yeah. just a kind of call call for help if, if any of you happen to be able to. But Mike, what are you looking forward to in 2019? Oh, a bunch of things, man. So travel, I have some good trips coming up. Um, there's some stuff that I can't talk about just yet, but we've got some good trips coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's like family stuff. Oh, WWDC um, for both of us. WWDC. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about just for the show stuff for going there. But I'm also just excited about WWDC this year quite a lot. Um, this is going to be the first year that I apply for a ticket. Oh, you remember? I, I, that was yeah. my promise. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That old Mikey boy wants to see a keynote, so it's time time to pony up the money, I guess, because it doesn't look like it's happening any other way. Um, I've got some pen show stuff that we're working on, of course, Atlanta, but we've got some ideas for other stuff later in the year. My first trip here is in like two weeks' time. I'm going to PodCon. Oh, it's that um, soon. In Seattle, yeah. And I will say the, uh, the PodCon kind of uh, schedule is out now. So if you're going to be in Seattle for PodCon 2... I'll put a link in the show notes to all the stuff that I'm doing. Um, again, you should come to my meet and greet. It's just a signing. Uh, I will have limited edition posters just for the people that come to the signing. The image is amazing. Uh, you'll be missing out. So if you're going to be in, if you're going to be in PodCon, please come. If you're interested in PodCon, you should do it. Uh, I'm doing some other stuff as well, doing some panels and things like that. So, uh, and I'll be hanging around and I'll be there and hopefully doing some more sort of stuff than what's listed just on there right now. But we'll see about that. So, uh, please come. That's going to be my first trip this year. Uh, I think that I'm going to be doing a lot of trips this year. I th- I, th- I get the feeling uh, there's going to be a lot of travel this year, but that's how <laughs> I like it. Um, I like to travel. It's it's one of my great luxuries in life. Yeah. Uh, in August, Relay FM turns five years old. Bullshit. I know. It's wild. Holy smokes. So we turn five, so I'll be going out to Memphis again this year. Oh, I didn't go awesome. last year because of the wedding, but I'll make sure to go this year. And um, we are starting now to plan out what five years might look like, uh, you know, like if, if and what we're going to do to celebrate. Uh, one thing that I'm excited about this year, and this is a spoiler for that Cortex episode, is uh, me and Gray have started a company called Cortex Brand. Um, and we're working on some ideas of what that's going to look like. It's kind of a cross between traditional merchandise and non-traditional merchandise. So like stuff that you may have seen before, like podcasting apparel, but we're also actually working on other goods and what that might look, might look like. Um, so that's the thing. And we're we're playing around with that. And that's going to become, I think a big topic of discussion on Cortex this year, as we are, as we are literally in the very, very beginning days of starting our company and seeing what that's going to be like. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, maybe learning to drive this year. Oh, uh, I feel excellent. Like this wasn't something we did last year, but like if, if we are going to do a big life thing this year, it's going to be that. Um, so, you know, it's a thing we want to do before kids become a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so learning to drive and getting a car will be, is on the list potentially. Oh God, please tell me you're going to buy a car. Please tell me you're going to buy, no, we'll buy a car. Oh my we'll gosh. Buy a car. There's so if much. If I learn to drive, I want a car. Uh, this is a pod. We could, we should, we should reboot neutral right here. Just for this to, very just thing. to like help Mike buy a car. What and I want to drive. do, I'm not what I want to do. Well, we, it can become neutral. Can become we can t- we can co-op that, and it can become a uh, regular recurring segment on this show as Mike learns to drive. Oh, I'm in. We'll we'll see if we can get a licensing agreement on the uh, sound effect. That's <laughs> true. In the CCU, the KC. No, it's like the was it? Yeah, the KC Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, or the CPU, that the KC Podcasting Universe. It's even better. There you go, CPU. And um, <laughs> I want to get an electric car. But I don't know if we're going to be able to do it for our first car because sure. we have a parking space, mm-hmm. but it's underground. And I'm not convinced we'll be able to convince the owner of the building to let us put a plug outlet down there. Right, 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 right. 
right? So, mm. But I want an electric car because why would I want to mess around with petrol? Like if I've never had a car before yeah, in that makes sense. 2019, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, so totally. what I ideally want to do is like buy a secondhand Nissan Leaf. Yeah, I've heard and, very good things. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that that kind of thing. Like we'll get a secondhand electric car. And I think there's actually a pretty good secondhand market for electric cars is mm-hmm. what I've been told because people get skittish, right? Or they realize it was a mistake for them and then they, they sell them. So we, that's something. But we might end up buying something else. You know, if, if I'm going to get a gas car, it's probably, I'm probably going to get a Mini, honestly. Oh, how um, very British. That will be my treat to myself, you know. It's like, it, well, you can't have the car that you want, so buy a car you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see about now, that. Now, does does did, did Adina know how to drive before she left Romania? She has a driving license. She has okay. a UK driving license. Oh, so wow. she learned okay. to drive when yeah, she learned to drive when she was eighteen or sixteen or whatever. Like she learned to drive whenever she could, but she stopped driving at like eighteen. She has mm-hmm. a Romanian driving license, which was about to expire. So she got her UK driving license before the Romanian one expired because you can trade it in, right? Ah, okay. Not trade it in, but you yeah, can yeah, use yeah, one yeah. to get mm-hmm. another in the EU. Um, which is so wild to me that Americans can't do that. And I don't understand the logic behind that. Well, can I it doesn't give you, make any sense to me. Can I give you one better? Uh, when we went to Germany, we made sure that the four of us each had international driving licenses. And I yeah. thought that this was going to be like a big test and like a whole big rigmarole. Basically, it was a sheet of cardboard with a picture put exactly. on it. And that's right, it. Because this doesn't make any sense, right? Because you can rent a car as an American and drive it on English roads. Mm-hmm. But you can't trade in your driving license if you live here and get a new, and get a UK one. I don't understand the reasoning behind that. Like, so oh, we'll allow you to drive, but only for two weeks at a time. <laughs> don't even think about after that. I mean, right. that's when you'll start to do the real damage. It doesn't make right, any right, sense right. to me. Um, so the, then, then the last thing that is I'm very excited about, which should be happening any day now, we're just waiting on the paperwork, is Adina will become a British citizen. Oh, that's awesome. So she passed her test. Yay! She submitted the paperwork. Um, and the, so then they have to like confirm the paperwork. That's what we're waiting on. Then there can still be problems because they might say like we don't like this or we have questions about this or whatever. Um, but we're very confident that she submitted everything in the best possible way. So we're just waiting now for them to send a letter through that says, "Yep, and you need to now uh, arrange your naturalization ceremony," mm-hmm. which is the worst word in the English language to describe something that is a positive experience. It really is. Very excited about that day. Very, very excited about that day. So that's should awesome. I have a British passport before our country falls to pieces? That is something I am not looking forward to this oh, year. Yes. That's oh. coming up, man. Oh God! Oh, why am I thinking about this? No, I no. no about here, it for wait, a while. let's turn this frown upside down. Think about it. Uh, there, there is, there is at least what three different, maybe even four different American trips this year, which is exciting. I think it's a safe bet you'll see me for at least, well, certainly for one, maybe even two or three of those trips. You never know. So th- there's going to be a, another repeat year of Mike and Casey in Deep Deep Embrace. And that's actually, all kidding aside, one of the things that kind of bummed me out about 2018 to some degree was that I had the extraordinary luck and luxury of being able to see a bunch of my podcasty friends a lot. You know, I saw you guys, a lot of you in May in Texas. I saw a lot of you in June for WWDC, a lot of you in July for the wedding. I just saw Mike. Yeah, it was the summer of Mike. And then, uh, and then I saw John and underscore for, you know, new years. And I I was looking at 2019 and and thinking, wow, it's going to stink that I'm not going to see everyone near as much, but you never know. You know, it could happen that uh, that it'll be more than just WWDC because there there seem to be more excuses this this upcoming year than normal to get together. So um, yeah, that would that let's hope for that. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, 